Welcome to the Trash Cats Trash Cast. Ah, I didn't like that. Welcome to the Trash Cats Trash Cast. I'm Ricky. I'm Steven. And today we're going to be kind of freeforming. Uh, today is the fourth week of our cycle, so we're just going to be uh, kind of talking um, intently about nothing. Uh, or uh, how I said it earlier was uh, not intentionally about anything. Yeah, um, straight, straight Seinfeld in it. Yep, yep, that's exactly right. Get, like, call Larry <laughs> David, tell him we stole his shit. <laughs> yeah, um, it feels like a, it's going to be a weird experiment. I think it'll be fun. Yeah, um, I my only concern is dead air, um, which, I mean, can happen normally in any conversation that comes naturally. And I we were talking earlier about how um, I do want to do this more of, uh, at least in my own head, as just like, um, forget we're recording, and um, I just had to double check to make sure I didn't hit the record button. <laughs> um, to you know, forget that we're actually recording a thing and try to, you know, just keep it natural as we usually do with a conversation, anyways. Which I think feel like we do like a good job of that. Yeah, regardless. Definitely. So um, it shouldn't it, be an issue. Some dead air is good. It's like the. I don't remember how the quote goes exactly, but the pauses between the notes is where the real music is kind of thing. Oh, yeah, you're right. It's like... Which I uh, remember from an Anger Fist remix song. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you you showed me some of that. And you gave me some of that. I didn't... I don't think I remember ever getting that big into them. Um, Man, that shit was so crunchy. That was like my stomp around really angry music. It was uh, it was a little hardcore for for me um, <laughs> and my my personal taste. Um, the um, I mean, it's one of those like I can respect I can respect any you know like well done music of any type of like I can find elements of something that I enjoy about it. Um, right, but it doesn't mean I'm gonna listen to it a lot. Yeah, I mean, there's always some good country or r&b or whatever but it gets harder to find kind of thing right uh i was gonna say the, the good country i don't know that many good. of those <laughs> I, not I'm, many but i'm sure some. i'm sure i could piece together a couple uh hank williams and hank williams the third that's my dude i haven't uh i guess i i wouldn't if i heard things i might recognize it but um i couldn't even tell you a hank williams song I don't know many songs by Hank Williams, but his grand... So there's Hank Williams and then Hank Williams Jr., who was also um, a pretty famous sing country singer. Right. And then his Hank Williams III is the grandson who was like an alcoholic addict who played in metal bands. And then he later put out solo albums as like country rock where it's like outlaw music okay and it and it's him singing about like overdosing on pills that he doesn't remember he took and like like it's country but it's uh modern and really brutal like I, it i can now that sounds like, like yeah i could probably work with that i was gonna say let me let me also clarify this i feel like um i can i can definitely separate bluegrass in country and right. also like folk music like I can I can fuck with Willie Nelson, um, yeah. But it's it's it, Willie Nelson kind of has his own thing. It's like um, it's more folky and and there's some definitely some bluegrass music that it's like you know they fucking jam. 
let me let me go off about banjos for a minute. Um, <laughs> banjos are. It's, we it's, got it, there. It took four episodes. We got there. We finally got the fucking banjos. Thank God. Um, I I so admire anyone who is talented with a banjo. Um, and yeah. here's the thing I know about banjos is if you're not good with it, it sounds like shit. Um, yeah. Where like a guitar, you can pick it up and like learn a couple chords or like tab something out. If you're not mm-hmm. amazing at, at banjo, it sounds like trash. Um, I agree. But so, if you're good, it can be outstanding. Yeah, exactly. It's it's one of the most coolest things to watch somebody who knows what the fuck they're doing with all the different like little different finger picks on, you know, picking out you know different notes and you know sliding up and down and shit. Like I, I fucking I love it when someone's really good. I can listen to a banjo solo for a good fifteen solid <laughs> minutes without getting you know tired of it. <laughs> easily um that being said uh do you have any honorable mentions this week <laughs> <laughs> let's just roll right into that <laughs> oh, shit. i got a couple um the first we were kind of joking about because uh it is a russian band that is really cool it if anybody knows the the american i think band johnny 23 it's kind of like a russian version where it's like old prog rock um but it's very shoegazy depressive but like super beautiful and uh we were joking about it because i don't know the name because it's in russian (laughs) and i could not spell it if i tried so um we may post some links later but the other one uh, the other honorable mention I'm uh, I'm texting you a picture of it now. There's this uh, graphic designer I follow, and I, to be candid, I'm not big on all of his work, and I'm not super familiar with it. But he just did um, a design recently that I thought was so beautiful, and it's printed on a shirt, and it's just such cool art. And I think he's super oh, talented, yeah. and I. I would love to see more stuff like that. This for sure. His um, Instagram handle is Mike Joyce. He's got a pretty big Instagram follower. I think he's a very successful graphic designer. Designer. So this shirt's so cool. It's like a burning molten hole into a beautiful desert landscape, and it just—it's just so well done. Uh, I, th- I definitely rock that. I think that I mean, what's probably think it's just—it's just the use of the landscape. Um, in a place where you wouldn't expect it kind of thing um, mm-hmm. reminds me of like a Salvador Dali kind of thing. Like not, yeah. you know, I wouldn't ever peg this and like look at this and think like, oh, that's, you know, derivative, derivative of Dali, but it definitely has notes of like, it looks like possible inspiration of that or from that. Yeah. So. And I actually think I recognize the landscape. I'm sure you've seen it. Um I know Suicide Boys has used uh, it as one of their mixtape covers, but that that old painting of that big pile of skulls in the desert, um, I, th- I think it's like based off um, some dark real shit, but it's a just a painting of a like thousands of skulls piled in the desert, and it's like a very iconic. Um, okay and i know what you're talking about now yeah yeah yeah. i feel i might be wrong but i feel like the artist who did that also painted the landscape that was used for this design but i 
It, it might not be. It's just a very similar look. See, I would have. I, I was going to say I thought this was a, a photograph of a landscape. It could be. I don't. Know. I mean, if they if they did, uh, this is a painting. That's some some badass shit. But yeah, I feel like the designer may have sampled a painting like that, which is very similar to what I do. I honestly could. Part of the reason I like this so much is I feel like um, I'm looking at something I should have made, which is always a cool feeling as an artist where you're like fuck that's something i should have made but i didn't think of yet and it's really cool somebody else did that's yeah i i I don't think i've experienced that too many times but i definitely I, i feel that i get that more from um things that i don't have any experience with at all like i've been looking at a lot of like woodworking like i love watching um boy i don't remember the name of the youtube channel now there's multiple people that do it but like there's one guy in particular that like takes these like old like burls from trees and like or like you know pine cones or you know crazy shit and he turns it into art you know whether he you know he cleans it all out and then you know shapes it and then he like sometimes he uses resin sometimes he doesn't um Mm. Or, you know, like molten metal and stuff. He does some really crazy shit, like making, um, you know, a lot of, you know, drinkware, or, you know, cups and stuff like that. Or like, but it's the way and the lamps and shit, the way that, you know, to to look into a, a thing like that, subtractive sculpture in general is pretty crazy. But like u- yeah. utilizing that natural contours and stuff, I would love to do it. I'm, I'm crazy about it. I would love to get into woodworking if it wasn't so... Uh, much of a financial burden to get all of the tools and things necessary to do, you know, the things that I'd like to do. Um, but it's, uh, I look at pieces like that and I think, Oh man, I, I could, I could see myself doing that. Um, yeah, I, I could too. I think you'd be good at it. it that's kind of the same as, uh, excuse me, the, the book binding stuff. Like, yeah, it, yeah. That's, that's, the people that are that really fulfilled. into it. Yeah, it's a lot of, like, you got to put a lot of resources into it, though. Like, not not necessarily to start, but, like, the people that are really good, like, they have they have all their techniques, but they have to have so many resources and tools and specific little things. I started making, um, there's a couple years ago, I was laid up with a hamstring issue, and my, my SI was all fucked up, and... Um, I decided in that summer, like I was already burnt out from my last job. I was planning on taking time off anyways. Um, mm-hmm. But because of that, like I couldn't like get a job as quickly as I wanted to, because I was going to have to be on my feet more often. It's like, it was really, you know, it hurt like a son bitch. So I was thinking like, Oh, maybe this would be a good time to like load up on making books and like try to sell yeah. them and see where that goes. And I'm happy with the things that I had made, um, but I realized in that time, like, man, if I had the tools and, you know, just like, like the guides and stuff to make these more precise and make these like a better quality, um, I know I could do it, you know, but I'm sitting here and I have a, I have a bone folder and a metal ruler and I had, I, I bought a nice, you know, cutting mat. Um, but that's really, you know, that's really all I had to fuck with. Yeah. I always... I never really, like, finished, like, I had some, like, art book and zine plans that I never, 
never quite um, followed through on, but I also just kind of got disinterested. But I always wanted like, I mean, at some point I definitely want to print books of my own stuff, but I always in the back of my head was like, whenever I finish one of these, I'm going to have you do the binding. Oh, dude, I would I would love to, to do a, you know, a series of, of stuff with you. That would be great. Yeah, dude, it'd be so much fun. Um, so that's future stuff. I was going to ask you, do, do you have um, either any art projects that you recently or currently have worked on or any things you're trying to work on soon? I am so glad you brought that up. Um, because one of the things I, I did want to, you know, mention today, I, I just this week, um, I started playing Skyrim again and <laughs> I fucking, my problem with Skyrim is that I fall into a hole of it where it's like, it's all I want to play. It's all I want to do. You know, I get home from work and it's like, I just want to play that and I'll, you know, six hours will go by and it's like, Oh fuck. Now nah, I, I need to go to sleep. So I, yeah, can, I, just, I can function I just, like a person. <laughs> um, I just started, uh. When you told me you were getting back into Skyrim, I started getting back into Resident Evil. So I nice. Like a little bit. The seven? <laughs> a six. I haven't played seven yet, and I really want to. Yeah, same. I, I was, I'm considering waiting until I get VR. Um, See, I've heard with VR for seven that the VR can't handle the high graphics setting. Really? So, so that unless you're playing it on a PC that's decked out, so I've heard most people just like it without the vr um but eight is coming out in the next it's probably like six months away still but eight looks crazy cool okay cool so I'm, I'm, i might skip seven just to save out and try to get eight damn has it really been that long since seven came out apparently all right it was it came out while i was in college so uh college the first time so mm-hmm. that's a little a couple years ago all right yeah. Well, anyways, the um, yes, so I've been I've been fucking around with this game, and and I really I love the the fantasy kind of genre in general, but like the um, some of the artwork in it is you know really cool and unique. Like, um, but in particular, the enchanting table um, in Skyrim, I'm I'm a big I think it's really cool looking, and um, same with the alchemy table kind of thing. And kind of go back to the the thing I want to do woodworking and stuff. Um, I got to looking at it and I realized I could I could probably do that. Um, and I've you know I've seen enough videos of people like pouring resin and doing stuff like that that I feel like you know with maybe a couple you know an attempt or something firsthand to try to try to figure out exactly how it works and how it's going to sit. Um, I definitely want to try making an enchanting table. And I, I have, um, plans kind of laid out already of how I want to do it. Um, the, the tabletop itself, um, is going to be the hardest part. The legs is just, you know, cutting it out with a jigsaw and putting it together. Um, how big, how big is it going to be? Um, like you're doing a a mini or like a full, a full, a full fucking table. So I'm going to kind of hold this up. I got a little sketch pad of, uh, notes here. But the oh, um, yeah. the table itself is going to be it's, so it's a pentagon, and each side I'm planning on making 18 inch. Um, okay. I'm not. I might make it a little bit bigger. I'm not 100 percent sure yet. Um, but the what I want to do with it, and I've seen other. I've seen someone else made one where they just they filled in, um, the uh, um, what's it called? 
um, there's like glowing symbols on the table, and they filled that in with like glow in the dark resin, and it looked it looked cool. But I want to take it a step further um, and do LEDs inside of it. Um, So would you do like a clear resin with bulbs illuminating through it? No, I would still do a colored resin, and I'd still want to do a glow in the dark. You know, uh, pigment in there, color in there. Um, black black light LED? Um, no, I would want to use um, regular and then it would glow. Okay. And then the idea is that when um, you turn, even when you turn the lights off, because of the uh, the glow in the dark thing, it kind of fades out. Oh, that's cool. So that'd be cool. That was, that was the, uh, my intention with it. And um, I definitely. Dude, I- I, I got plans for it. I think I can do it. It wouldn't be that big of an issue. The only thing I'm really concerned about is the the resin, which I've never done before. And my cousin, I talked to him about helping me do it, and he's never done it before, uh, but his wife has. So mm. a little bit. So That's cool, man. I, I've done a little resin, but not, not much. But uh, you reminded me, ah, man, every, like, once in a while I remember this. So, like, when... It was actually, it was the first night I ever drank, but I was like maybe 15 and it like, I later would like drink to get messed up for the first time, like years, like a year later or whatever. But this is the first time I'd ever gone out with somebody and drank and my older cousin took me out and we went to the final Fridays downtown Cincinnati all the art galleries on the last Friday of the month would all be open. And there was, um, and it's weird because in my head, I re- I remember it being so cool, but I feel like if I saw this exhibit now, I might not think it was that interesting. But at the time, I had never seen a like live performance gallery thing. So we we go to this gallery and there's like, really loud DJ music, the lights are off and they're flicking on and off. And there's a dude running around with a lantern, like some high powered light. And he's going up to the paintings that are like classical landscape and still life paintings. And he's putting the lantern light on the painting, like to the music. And then when they switch the lights off, a a totally unique different painting is revealed with the black light that's sick so he's like going around and they're all like glowing and then fading back in the dark and he's like lighting up these hidden paintings and it looked like a really like it looked like a mix between like a nice gallery and like a club so it was like people like kind of dancing like drinking party mode with this like really cool um performance visual arts exhibit it was really fun yeah that that sounds like it'd be you know challenging to even kind of prepare uh you know just like from concept alone um but actually you know pulling it off in a way that like people are enjoying it and it's you know cohesive to what's going on um that's that's pretty that sounds awesome it was a fun one because that was like you know that was like all all new to me at the time so that that was a trans transformative experience. Nice. I have a feeling it might um, 
might have been more sloppy than I remember. It might have been just kind of randomly lighting up weird shit but it was really fun it, it, you know if it came across you know that's that's art baby if it came across yeah. as being you know something that was really intense and well well put together then i mean who's who, yeah. who's to say it wasn't <laughs> so that's cool man the table will be that'll be rad are you are you starting on that sometime soon you think Hopefully, planning phase yeah, yeah. Um, i still gotta piece together a couple ideas because I, I have to have the full plan in my head before i you know attack anything at all that's just the i can't i can't start a thing until i understand it um i, I can't even with drawing I, I don't like doing that um but i so i gotta source out what kind of you know what i'm gonna use and of course i'm gonna end up staining it and like then there's detail stuff of like i'm not gonna you know get the whole fucking um there's like dragons on you know either side of the the legs on the sides and it's like uh you know like they're like chiseled into it like i'm not gonna even Mm -hmm. fuck with that it's it's gonna look badass enough as it is i might end Mm -hmm. up adding some shit later on by like finding something that fits and fucking gluing it on or nailing it on or whatever but i'm not gonna get too crazy on detail stuff um yeah i'm already i feel like i'm undertaking a huge project for um what's essentially the you know first woodworking thing i've ever done i mean i've I've made like small boxes and stuff like that before but nothing big like this so right um that'd be awesome man yeah i'm looking forward to fucking with it in addition i'm also i've been trying to draw more lately i keep telling myself i'm gonna do more of it um and i bought that clay and i fuck with it one night um i this off recording um steven and i hung out on you know skype for a little bit and i was playing with uh, some Sculpey clay because I enjoy the concept of being able to sculpt things, but I am not, I don't feel like I'm technically proficient at it. And um, I know there's definitely details of how to do it well that I'm not, that I just don't know yet. So yeah, you you would figure out with time. I mean, you definitely have like a real um, inclination for sculpture. It it works. I I should specify, uh, um, not subtractive sculpture. I don't think it's called. I don't think it's called additional sculpture. I think there's a different term for it. But like additive. Yeah, that- maybe that might be it. The um, but yeah, starting starting from something and like breaking pieces away from it. I don't. I can't. I'm not good at that. But like the idea of taking skull, you know, clay and molding it into something. I like. I, yeah. I like both, but I I just I know I'm not. I can't do the other one. It's not yeah, my been, brain. It's a it's a different brain type that does that. There's there's something with I've never really got into working subtractively. I feel like, um, like you said, it's a different brain type because it's definitely not limiting. Um, like as long as you have enough of whatever you're starting with, you can make whatever you want. But I always feel like I'm limited. Yeah. Um, like just how I think about it. But uh, something you said. I thought worth is worth expanding on um that I'm trying to remember how you said it exactly but I a concept I've thought about a lot over the years is that like so much of um both making art and perceiving art so much is like I've learned is Oh, you were sorry. You were saying you have to have your ideas fully thought out. Yeah, yeah. And then you're yeah. able to to execute them. So I, I've found for myself, I don't always 
have to have things so figured out, but I do think that, like, if I don't work on art for a couple days and then, like, I work on something over an afternoon and, like, bang something out, I feel like the reality is I was working on it. And it's not like you're working full time, but it's, like, it took me those three days to make it. Like, all the background thinking and thoughts. Yeah, you were thinking about it already. Yeah, like, sometimes it's consciously, sometimes it's not so much. But I I really do feel like um, with creative ventures in general, like, a lot of times people think they're, like, stuck or... or, um, And sometimes you have to push through that. Sometimes it's laziness, whatever. But a lot of times it's, like, you have to think it through all the way still. And I, I feel like so much of art is like learning how to look at things, how to perceive things that even if you don't have your sketchbook or your, your medium or whatever, you could sit and look at a tree for three hours and be learning and practicing or thinking, you know, throughout your day while you're cleaning dishes or whatever. It's all it's all part of it if you want it to be. Believe me, I've been thinking about this fucking table while I'm cleaning dishes dishes at work that's uh that's yeah. the absolute truth i'm i'm at work and i'm thinking about like oh you know like if i did it this way or if i joined you know um like putting in the led lights how i'm gonna make it like if if there's an issue with it making so it so it's accessible and it's like oh yeah it. i need to make <laughs> yeah. sure i can get in there and fuck with shit if i need to um stuff like that that like i definitely keep thinking about and even like this podcast, um, undertaking this when we first started talking about it, I was actually excited about it yeah, because I figured there's definitely going to be, you know, times where I'm going to be thinking about it, you know, off, you know, uh, recording. And I think there's a, there's a veil of, you know, that I hear in a lot of other podcasts where it just seems like it's just, um, you know, fucking, we just walked in and hit record and we're, he, here's the gold. And, um, but you know, there's definitely gotta be some planning and some thought behind it where it's like during my day to day thing, I'll think of something and I'll like, Oh, I gotta think of that for later. I gotta bring that up later or, you know, figure out, you know, what it is about this that I like and you know, whether it's something that's worth talking about. Um, and I think about that stuff all the time. Um, yeah, dude. I was like, like, I was super excited about it when we first even started talking about the podcast. That like, oh, cool, I'm gonna have something to get interested in now. <laughs> yeah, dude. It it's something to be excited about and pulls through time. And like, I mean, both of us feel the same way. Like, even if um this no one listens, it's like a fun project and ex- like a chance to work with a friend and to like an excuse to hang out, but which is outstanding. But I do feel like, um, in editing and reviewing, like we're still at a very humble start, but I I feel really good. I, yeah, Uh, I do too. Um, for everybody listening, I, we, we like what we do. We like it. (laughs) We like what we did so far. (laughs) I thought I would hate listening to myself and it's still like really weird, but, uh, it's really fun to like form ideas with someone and to to research things and learn more you know and the, figure out how we feel about things and of course i mean like i 
I was going to say, you know, and they feel like they've just gotten better, but I feel like, of course, you know, you do something more than once and you, you, you should get better at it. I, I, I love, <laughs> I love the phrase that, you know, practice doesn't make perfect practice makes permanent. Um, but because we're listening yeah. to it again and we're, we're learning from it, I feel like we're getting better and each one gets more listenable. Um, especially in the, the editing work that you do is it kicks ass. Steven's done it's, all the edits so far. I plan on, been... I plan on helping with that someday. Uh, you do yeah, such dude. a kick ass job that. Um, it's it's really fun um i miss doing editing because that's i mean my the i went to i got an associate's degree in audio video production and then i didn't use it at all and i hadn't really done editing in a while and i kind of forgot how much i enjoyed it so it's a great excuse to practice some stuff but man i was talking to um my little sister this week and uh I forget what she said something and then I said something very sarcastic back that was like um <laughs> like a harsh judgment on like it was like somebody's style or like something they believed in but it was you know jokingly and uh she was like she said something like how are you like this all the time like how do you, how do you <laughs> How do you judge things so harshly all the time? I was like, like she was kind of like implying like, who are you to judge things? And I'm like, who am I not to judge things? Like, I I feel like all of us, like all people all day long, we're constantly like critiquing things. And I feel like I'm meant to critique things and I really enjoy it. And I really like having a podcast where I can just like, trash anything i want right very, exactly very fun now it you know of course and i know that you you intend this that you know if it's something that you don't understand you know maybe you don't have the the lineage to uh uh, uh or the the you shouldn't have the ability to, to trash it too hard but i mean if it just you know if you don't like the cut of its jib you know fuck it um, yeah i got out of uh jury duty basically by saying that about a guy um they they don't like the, don't like the cut of his gym. <laughs> he uh, he, I didn't say exactly that, but um, he uh, what happened? All right, so start at the beginning. No, and it okay. wasn't like I was trying to get out of jury duty. Let me start by saying that. Um, but we got brought into the room, and the guy had where was this at? Uh, this is uh here in in Detroit. Okay. Um. Okay. He um. He was accused. So he hit some woman, and. Um, he was drunk driving and mm. he hit some woman That's and her kid or something. And, um, they both suffered like injuries. Like, no, I don't think anyone, I don't remember anyone died, but they, they both suffered, you know, tremendous injuries. And he's saying what they were trying, you know, he wasn't saying that he didn't do it, but he was trying to say that he wasn't drunk. And the, the argument that they were trying to make was that, um, when he, they didn't test him at the time of the crash. They did. They tested him oh, they, hours later. At the hospital. Yeah. yeah. So, which is like standard. They know how to to. It's not like that often happens, and they they know by math and the chemistry, whatever they can tell what your levels were at the crash. But it does give someone a little wiggle room, um, but not much, you know. Yeah, but it, I immediately was like no there's no that's not there's no fucking way that you're telling me that he and it was like he blew over like a significant amount um mm -hmm. later on still 
and it was like there's no fucking way that it was that high then and like it the alcohol didn't wasn't in your system that he's like he's like he had a drink you know right before he left he, he had been drinking and he was fine and he had a drink right before he left and then so it's like he already admitted that he's had multiple drinks and that one he had you know in a short period of time he downed something he you know chugged a beer or whatever and it's like i've known enough you know people that like my my aunt was in a, a drunk driving accident because somebody you know they luckily they only sideswiped her but she could have been mm. you know seriously injured in fucking downtown cincinnati so um it, it like for also at this her thing was like at seven o'clock in the morning um Ooh, which is yeah sucks. but he um so well of course they go through and they ask the jury like does anyone here feel like they can't um unbiasedly you know and he looked like a shithead, you know, he didn't, you know, it didn't look like, and I actually, I thought about this earlier, so this is kind of serendipitous, but I, I thought earlier today um, about somehow, you know, the, the court system's kind of fucked um, mm. because, you know, for people that come to, you know, court and they don't have a, uh, you know, they can't afford it, like a nice suit or something. And, you know, you'll see sometimes pictures of people that are wearing like shitty cut clothes or like. You know, pajamas. Yeah, that's, well, that's big at JC. That's for sure. Pajamas is fucked. That's different. Yeah. I mean, like they just they can't afford like a new suit, so they get something from like Salvation Army. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's like not you know you're inherently at a disadvantage. Exactly, it's, it's never a balance. So that's I feel like that's different than like looking at somebody and be like, oh, this person's an asshole. Like, you know, you can feel that vibe sometimes. And like, I, we've talked about it in a different podcast where like, I feel like I'm really good at calling that shit. Um, uh, but I just, I basically told him like, um, when they said like, do you feel like you could, you know, be unbiased? And I said, no, I don't think I can, uh, you know, first, you know, a close family member of mine, you know, was almost killed in a, uh, drunk driving accident, you know, not that long ago. And, uh, you know, I, I, he looks, you know, guilty to him. Or he, he, I didn't say he looked guilty. I said he, he looked, um, and he's like, I just, I don't like, you know, his, I don't like his look. I don't, I can't be, I can't be unbiased here. I'm not going to lie. And so, Dude, so they removed I mean, me. It's like, I wasn't trying to be, like I said, I wasn't trying to get out of jury duty because it doesn't even work like that. They just send you back to the room and they give you a new fucking case anyway. Um, but I, I mean, that's, that's the best. I, I don't think, no, I don't think anybody who hears that they might not understand but i don't think it's anyone's place to judge if your bias is right or wrong or was right or wrong but what you did was the honest thing yeah i think like, that's more it, fair than if i was just like you know what fuck this guy i'm gonna put him in the slammer you know dude, gonna, so many people do that yeah. that's so fucked um yeah i don't know how i got off onto that i know we were talking about judging art and ideas and shit uh we you said something about you know Biases. like yeah, I was like, we, we said the cut of his jib. That's what it was. And yeah, man. <laughs> Dude, I, I said that and put myself on my own tangent. <laughs> yeah. And now I've 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 been charged with DUIs or at a DUI, and I've got out of a couple. But um, I, in retrospect, I feel so fortunate. I never fucked up anybody besides myself, and that's a lot out of like pure luck, you know? Yeah. That shit's scary. It, it's it is. Up. I um. I luckily I've I've never never 
been in that position, there are definitely times, especially like when I lived in Florida, when I was only a couple miles away from home, um, you know, I would bike drunk, um, mm. which, you know, it, where I was, it was like all kind of like sidewalk paths back to my home. And, you know, the couple of times where I definitely got in my car and it was like, wow, I probably shouldn't be doing this. Um, <laughs> it was close to my home. And I, I you know, I don't. I won't do that anymore at all. I was young and I, I, I definitely, I am, I am adamantly against drunk driving, um, or in, impaired driving, you know, of any kind really. Um, I, I agree, but I, and I, I haven't for a while, but I do know myself well enough. Like if I get fucked up at all, I am like drawn to a car, like a magnet. It's like a moth to a flame. Mm-hmm. I need to like go self-destruct in a car. Yeah. I don't know what it is, man. I, um, not, that's not to say that I haven't gone to the bar and had, you know, had a couple of drinks and then left. Um, but I, I guess I've just become so much more cautious about my limit there. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I, and especially now that I'm in a, a bigger city too, like when, you know, bars were open and that was a thing that you can do. Um, I was, I was <laughs> always, I always factored that cost into me going out that night was like the potential of having to pay for a lift home and then back in the morning to get my fucking car Um, yeah i started doing that and that made it that made me spend less money on alcohol at the bar too it's like okay if i know that whatever i'm getting i'm gonna have to spend at least another 20 bucks to get home and back right man you're you're a you're a better man in that respect than i am (laughs) that's for sure man (laughs) <laughs> you know and, and you know the 20 bucks there and back it's still it's that's the the way i i think i started looking at it was the you know paying for a lift home and back still way cheaper than you know uh of even just getting a fine or getting um you know uh, uh into an accident or something boy that's not uh, fucking 20 bucks is nothing no yeah so, i've like, way too many cars so 20, 20 bucks is nothing in comparison 20 bucks is not nothing yeah. <laughs> and it's a lot right now when everybody's fucking broke it is man fucking broke is a joke over here man dude i'm feeling that pressure hard right now i, I got like it's my semester just i just finished exams um yesterday so i have like winter break or whatever it's like two weeks so i have like two weeks where i don't have to do much so i'm just gonna be working on art writing doing stuff but i my goal is to try to get some cash up and uh my sister i was talking to um she was like so what are you gonna do to get some money i was like it's it's mess season it's it's cooking mess season. we gotta get the stacks up real quick man Damn i need right. something bad get them <laughs> pseudo feds dog gotta break some bad real quick something the um i was i was even i was smart enough to put away some money when um you know i got that stimulus money and i began yeah, that unemployment yeah. um so I, I was smart enough to stash a bunch of that away and it's got me, Same. it's got me through, you know, the heat of it. And, yeah. uh, you know, but that's, I'm still only working yeah. like 20 hours a week right now. And, yeah. uh, my unemployment runs out in December. As some, it, it, it already is December. It, it runs out in a couple weeks. Um, Damn. so when that happens though, I did talk to my boss and we're probably gonna, hopefully I'll be back to full time 
and um, I'll be good for a minute. But boy, it's hurting in the meantime. Dude, I I feel you on that. Feel you on that. I'm gonna say, if, if nothing else, I'm I'm blessed enough that I I haven't had to deal with this. You know, not at least not since college. In the college, mm-hmm. I, I always had a fallback, but I never wanted to like ask my parents for money. I just I chose to eat um, nothing but rice and meat scraps from work from <laughs> whatever uh, extra shit we got from school. <laughs> Man, I'm sure you'll you'll understand this. I used to drive around listening to uh, Brother Lynch hung meat while I was hungry, like all the <laughs> fucking time, bro. <laughs> like, I'm, gotta find something I'm like, to eat. See what I'm thinking about Mac and a pedestrian to fill the freezer, bro. <laughs> <laughs> that song makes you want to do some things. Even if we gotta go do it with the heat. <laughs> oh man. So art projects, table, or anything else on the horizon? <clears throat> um, not exactly. Besides podcast. Yeah, besides making more of these. Uh no, I I really I don't. Um, I have a lot of, uh, um, ideas from the past that I would love to bring back. Like I've, I've made, um, the collage piece that I have hanging on my wall. Um, Dude, I really liked that one when I saw it in person. I was fucking brutal. Thank you. Um, I did use some stolen images from online that, um, that I just thought were cool, but a lot of the pictures I either took myself or I edited or whatever, and then printed and then colored. Yeah, it was you know, I cool because I recognized some of them from like fucking high school or way back in the day. I was like, oh fuck yeah, that's sir. I like I remember like certain pieces in it. Like always, will like if I think of your art, they'll, they'll come to mind. And then nice. when I saw that collage, I was like, oh fuck yeah, that you know they made it you know i i still have i found this um recently because it's to talk about uh each other's artwork i found a um a hard drive that i hadn't used in years and i found on because i thought it was broken but i just needed a, an adapter for it so i i mm-hmm. pulled it up and i found you had given me the digital files to liquid diary Ah shit. Um, and I was looking through some of those, man. That's that's always that's the, what I go through when I think of your work is is Liquid Diary because that's when I was like, oh, this motherfucker's crazy, <laughs> dude. That's so funny, man. It it is weird. So I'll explain that diary book in a minute, but it is weird because I think I think most people that I've stayed close with over the years prefer my drawn artwork to over my digital and i really like my digital i think it's apples and oranges i agree it's very different and it's weird when i go back and look at my old stuff um i both very much enjoy it but i it also i think part of it it feels too raw it just makes me upset like because i was like doing so poorly at the time where like i I really like, like every six months or so, I'll look at that, that book, and it's like both very um, interesting, but then like, it like skeeves me out. You know what I mean? It's weird. Yeah, I mean, even as you know, an artist in general, to look at your old work is one thing because it's like, 
you know, either whether you think this is shit or, you know, there's sometimes there's pieces where you're like, oh, this one was good. This is actually didn't suck so bad. But, um, you know, especially if it takes you back to a different time where, you know, that you, you I guess not, I was going to say embarrassed, but that's not even the right word was just, you know, it, it was a different time in your life where you, right. you know, you weren't your best self and it makes you think about it. That's, you know, that's a personal thing that, you know, too many, too many memories and shit. So I, I'll explain this book real quick. So in high school, I started a book project where it was a sketchbook I bought. And like now I feel like there's like, there's a lot of people that paint with blood now and like do stuff like that where they have like a nice setup and they're drawing blood and like mixing it out. But when I was in high school, I was just a fucking train wreck. And I just filled this whole book. It was called The Liquid Diary. And it was just filled with both mine and other people's bodily fluids that I would like paint and draw with. And uh, I filled the whole book over like the last two years of high school. And some of the pieces are really fucking rad. But this book is like it's fucking evil. Even if, like, you don't like the art, it's like, this shit's fucking weird. Yeah, it's wicked as fuck. How How it, is it aged, can I ask? As far it's as... awesome. Like, the like, colors and stuff. It's so crusty. <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot of, like, blood flakes that chip off when you turn pages, and a lot of the colors have changed. And some, some of it is... Um, some of the color changes are like beautiful because it looks like it's actually like molding and oh, like shit. Okay. doing weird things. But um, some of it too, I think it it will parts of it will be destroyed with time because things um, sticking together or just like oils on thing, you know, just like not wanting to turn the pages, just staying flat for so long. So. Um, it's definitely a little worse for wear, but uh, I like it more now. It's aged like a fine cheese, <laughs> <laughs> like like a, like a fine cheese exposed to blood and bodily fluids. <laughs> the um, I'm not sure. I feel like I've shown you um, this. I made. I was so inspired by that um, book that I it was because when we met we were in the uh we were doing book binding at the time and mm -hmm. um i was i was i really enjoyed it and it was uh, i made a japanese stab bound book that's like like two and a half inches by four and a half inches um and i made i made it just as like a kind of a sketchbook thing um but i ended up filling it with like horror shit and like whether it was like really brutal, like gory stuff or, um, you know, uh, yeah, I draw a lot of like women and like nudes and stuff. And I did a lot of those and, um, kind of some graffiti stuff in there. And, um, I've, that was, you shared some photos with me, but I never got to see it in person. Oh, that's, it was heavily inspired by liquid diary. And, that's um, awesome, man. I, uh, it's definitely I I it, I didn't use any any bodily fluids. I'm not that hardcore, <laughs> um, but I I definitely alluded to them, um, and I it's still to to this day I haven't looked at it in a very long time. But I would still say it's one of the uh, cooler pieces that I've ever done. It's not I don't think it's full either. It might have a couple pages to fill. 
but I did it really. So I have like rag paper um, over top of um, Bristol board. So like each page I has a Bristol that. board mem- uh, middle. Yeah, I, yeah, I did that so I could do multimedia on it. And then that's when I was like, oh, I could get kind of wild with this if I want to. I can paint in here. I can use paint markers if I want to. I can, you know, do all kinds of markers and shit and I don't have to worry about it bleeding. So um, that was, it. I think I did paint even, like like, a, like watercolor paint on one of them. Um, but yeah. Yeah, when we're in person, we need to uh, to have like a viewing sesh. Yeah. And it's, you know, it's not even a long one. I remember that too. Like the Liquid Diaries, it's like, is it? more than 200 pages or i think it's under 200 it's definitely over 100 yeah definitely over 100 um yeah crazy shit weird weird little paintings and drawings the um weird weird time jesus yeah the uh one of the other ones i really like that i did was the um my satanic bible with the with the necronomicon i so i i bought from barnes and nobles um the fucking the necronomicon and the uh um satanic bible and they both happen to be the same size so i um took out like the you know prologues and stuff and all the you know whatever extra shit that i didn't feel was necessary out of both of them and i uh um used uh what's it called the fucking the binders not binders tape but you know I, anyways i bound them together yeah. into one book um and i put like burlap over the cover and like belts and shit it's got like leather on the cover and uh <laughs> it's uh yeah it's such a brutal thing to pick up it's, yeah, it's pretty cool I, i'm pretty proud of that one hell yeah man for uh for christmas sarah my girlfriend she can't uh like get a gift for someone without like telling them immediately because she gets so excited so i know what all my gifts are like two months ahead of time nice um, but i had forgot she got it for me and then she showed me yesterday she got me a um for christmas coming up she got me this big bible it's a king james version but i think she got it at she got it at a bookstore and um because I had talked about doing a project. I wanted to get a really nice Bible and cut the pages out to make a stash spot for like a little pistol or nice. yeah, yeah. Some, some evil shit, yeah. you know, something cool. And uh, she got this Bible and it's, it's so beautiful. I don't think I want to cut it up. It's got like marbled pages for like the mm. intro and it's like black leather with, um, you know, impressions and, gold leaf kind of shit so it's so pretty um i might have to keep it intact because every i've been meaning to read reread the bible i've read it through more than once but it's been a long time so it's it's just another satanic text in yeah my mind. It'll, it'll, it'll get there <laughs> yeah i mean you know like you said you 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 put you know a gun in there and then it can be you know the the, the lord holds your solution he works in mysterious ways he works in mysterious ways oh man let me hit you with the word of the lord real quick (laughs) (laughs) it's like pulp fiction (laughs) man um the um i don't know you said uh uh, pulp fiction and and it i thought of uh the one of the other things i want to talk about um was a movie um yeah not really a movie it's a podcast about a movie 
Um, oh god damn it's it. so <laughs> it's so fucking stupid and it's so fucking oh, good um and i'm i'm really ex- i haven't listened to it yet he's told me about it so i'm really excited to check this out because i like the things they do but so i go for it i think i feel like if you don't know who the McElroy brothers are and you listen to podcasts i don't, I don't know what you're even doing um there's <laughs> there's so many uh, uh so they do my brother my brother and me they do uh the adventure zone uh the D podcast um and there's another group of podcasters called uh, that do uh, the worst idea of all time, and um, what what they usually what the worst idea of all time what they usually do is they watch they pick a shitty movie and they watch it every week for a full year, and then they you know discuss it each time, uh, you know different notes that they found out about. It. I need to get into it because what they do is really good, um, but they have teamed up and every Thanksgiving they release. Um, a podcast where in which they have just watched uh, the movie Paul Blart Mall Cop Two, um, <laughs> and they give their they they talk about their thoughts on it, and they're they're five years deep now. Um, they <laughs> so fucking stupid. I love it. They so funny. It it is a um, it's really it's a great listen every every year. I've, I've learned about it last year, and I kind of binged them and then um they did an extra one this last year during quarantine they were like the the world's at a standstill people need hope so here we are we're gonna watch paul blart one and they did that (laughs) um this year's was really good um also they did like a a, uh let's watch you know the commentary to sync up with it um right but it's it's great to listen every year as like their opinions change and like this one hated it you know the first year and then they're kind of giving into it the second year, you know, uh, <laughs> and I don't, I don't want to give away too much because it's fun to listen to um, and they don't advertise at all it's all by word of mouth and any um, thing they I don't think they even accept donations or whatever they're not they don't have ads on it or whatever um, they do. Um, recommend that people go out and in lieu of supporting them they go support charities and stuff uh definitely a good listen yeah. uh the, but the podcast is called till death do us blart um that's outstanding it's bro. so fucking good uh, i just accidentally punched my cat in the face because she tried to jump up oh. on my lap and i was moving my hands too much she seems okay <laughs> dude oh, that's something. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah you good girl yes Dude, that's something I kind of wanted to get your take on. Have you, like, there's podcasts I follow and YouTube stuff that I am, like, at my wit's end with ads, bro. Like, oh, yeah. I, we've discussed that, you know, for our podcast. We don't want to be that way, but I understand some ads or, like, people that are really big. Like, yeah, they need to make money and stuff, but, like, your mom's house or um like just some other big ones that stuff like i genuinely like but the ads shit is like out of control yeah it'll be be four like two two and a half minute ads back to back so you're at five minutes followed by youtube ads and it's like what the fuck is going on it's so like Man, the internet's just like really fucking ate up right now. Even even there's there's so much good shit out there, but so much shit is like ruined at the same time. Yeah, it it makes me wonder like how much each, you know, ad actually, you know, how much they get from that. 
I've thought about that too. They gotta be getting a decent chunk when they're like on when they're that big. Yeah, for I, them I to be willing to do it. Exactly. I imagine for your mom's house, they probably have, you know, they probably get a decent amount because they have a full studio and shit. Like they I, they went through the effort of like putting together a whole studio where they host all these different podcasts. And, yeah. Um, my guess is like a show like that that's big with a big fan base when they do those two minute ads where they talk about something personally i'm guessing they're getting like 10 grand yeah um per ad per ad that's my that's what i would think dude i wasn't thinking anywhere near that i was thinking maybe a g because if like you're that bed company or whatever and you want your ad run like you're probably only doing one ad per episode so like a company that's big like that like that podcast is reaching like 10 million people true so my my guess is they're willing to pay 10 grand to try to get that much in sales that's what i'm guessing because i don't think a lot of these people that like we've listened to over the years do do podcasts or videos i don't think they're willing to sell their souls out unless they're getting like a decent chunk or i'd hope not yeah i gotta say i'm I, i'm always down and we both talked about this we want to keep it ad free for as long as possible uh yeah. but boy if someone comes to us with numbers like that yo sorry y'all it's a we'll, we'll dude, try to be, structure them real good so it doesn't seem apparent also it would be a hard choice yeah honestly I, it de- I mean it depends on the level i don't i mean we don't have to worry about it anytime soon yeah but uh yeah we, we're, we're <laughs> getting a little big for our bridges talking about sponsors <laughs> hey we're five episodes in oh that's right we're sponsored by uh we're sponsored by 7-eleven right um the uh uh 7-eleven um hit it up anytime uh, ignore the guy outside. He just asks for money. He's not going to be violent, probably. <laughs> we think, probably. Um, Dude, that's funny. I'm, so one of the art projects I've been working on that I told you about, uh, I think last week, is I've been writing a story. Like I'm trying to finish a book, um, and it's something like totally out of my norm. Um, I've always done a lot of writing. Uh, not a lot of writing i've always wrote but not a lot and i never really like i could do some creative writing but i wasn't writing stories so much or or trying to finish a book so um just today um i was writing this this scene or chapter or whatever that involved a person going into 7-eleven and the lady behind the counter is her name is janice and nice. i've been thinking about this fake imaginary janice like for two days <laughs> and it's pretty funny that is- i i picture her last name me and sarah were watching something and i like to give like characters and shows goofier names like i gave one dude his name was p wallaby and janice <laughs> trinidad and i just, just like <laughs> i just like to annoy her so i come up with goofy names for everybody that's fucking that's beautiful i love that P. Wallaby on the case. <laughs> <laughs> There's a. I, I, I'm, I'm definitely. I'm looking forward to um, that. The re- reading anything that you said to me. I know you used to do. Like you said, you used to do some pieces. Whenever you would post up on, um, you know, your Tumblr way back in the day or whatever, you you always had a little something underneath it. Whether it was a couple lines or like you know a paragraph or so, 
of you know like it was poetry really yeah um, and that and that's why i felt more comfortable with at the time and it's a i've just never done a whole lot of creative creative writing aside from poetry so it feels very weird to try to figure out a plot and and to not give up on writing something like i can write shitty poetry all day something short you know what i mean but writing trying to write a story it's been a lot bigger of a challenge for me but i'm enjoying it a lot i mean you say that like oh i can write shitty poetry all day fucking don't don't downplay it like that i can't do shit like that it's like (laughs) i don't i don't find i don't find any um i guess uh uh, inspiration to or i don't feel compelled Mm -hmm. to and if i did i would be like fucking deer in headlights so you know kudos on you for for you know having that and and you know putting a putting a pen to it you didn't read all of the poetry. <laughs> I thought well, it was good. <laughs> so, so every once in a while, I come up with something. They were but. they were definitely um, they felt deep, whether or not they were meant to be, you know, or what they felt like they were deep, um, whether or not they were. And it might just be because I'm a fan, and you know, you uh, 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 I might have seen it through rose tinted glasses, but I, from what I remember, I was always like, oh damn, that's that's some heavy shit. I appreciate it, man. Um, it's I I always am jealous of of both writers and musicians. Um, like my brother John, who does our intro stuff. Like sometimes he makes like we were talking earlier. Sometimes he'll make things where I'm like, I should have thought of that. Kind of like I get that feeling where mm-hmm. like I feel like I can write music. Uh, like I used to play music, I never got good. I didn't quite put in the work, but I also wasn't my natural. Um, I didn't have an inclination towards it either. So I always wanted to do music, and it just wasn't going to work out. Um, but I feel like I can write songs. Like if if he was per- making the music, and I was telling what him what I wanted it to sound like. I feel like I could write really good music. Like I could have the ideas, but I can't. I can't make it. So I'm always like really jealous of mm-hmm. b- both writers and musicians. I um I I know exactly that feeling with music specifically. Um the the writing I'm not. I don't really get that feeling. But the music the music specifically with only one case really. The mm-hmm. so when I was younger, um, especially I, I used to do this, and I still do every now and then. Um, when I'm doing like mindless work or something, like I was working at a dishwasher at a place for a while when I was young and, um, I would play, I was playing guitar a lot and I would play, I you had were good too. Thank you. Like, um, especially, if, you know, at that time, at that age, like you, you're, you were solid at when you, you were David would play. It was always super cool. When, um, when I would think about songs in my head though, of like things that I want to write, like I could never like just, I learned through tablature. And like, I don't even really know. I know a couple chords, but like, I don't know how to string them together into anything good. Um, the, uh, the music that I would want to play in my head is like technical kind of metal with like Mm -hmm. sick riffs and stuff. And like, I can hear it in my head of like what it would be. And I never heard it actualized anywhere until I listened to, um, within the ruins and yeah, um you sh- they you show me that. they that have cool. uh, a few instrumental tracks they actually released three instrumental albums and in, uh, um as like a package thing and i i bought the shit out of that 
because it was the first time I'd ever heard something that was like anywhere near what I would make if I had made music. And I, nothing to bag on the vocalist, but I definitely, um, I like I said, I don't listen to their music with the vocals because it's, right. the music is so intricate and good by itself that that's that's what I want to hear um, from them. So that's it's you know it's definitely a specific taste. Um, but it's, I, I really like that one a lot. Um, I can't remember them too well. I know I really liked what you showed me, and but I know they reminded me, like at the time we were talking about um, animals as leaders, that kind of yeah, re- really brutal but technical, just so talented. Yeah, um, definitely. Like I said, just some crazy riffs on shit, and you can hear you know classical influences and um you know some modern kind of bassy you know mm-hmm. beat and percussion kind of work um yeah re- really interesting shit um if anything uh if you look up anything by them look up ataxia um uh, any of the ataxia series is really good awesome um but the um i was gonna say something else about um motherfucking artwork um there's something about your work and um well I, I say anything um any particular projects you're working on right now that you're uh i mean besides the the writing any uh digital pieces i mean you've been cranking uh, them out like i'm like i know you said you had some uh you know that you you either saved up or whatever but the, you're cranking them out like a motherfucker yeah m- most of them are old um but it's i've been finding things take me my artwork is taking me progressively longer, but I feel like more's more efforts also going into them. So um, I'm finding like I don't I rarely finish things in a day like I used to. So it's a little slower. Um, but it, it, I'm working on my digital work. That's going all right. Um, the writing and podcast. I, I've, so they're keeping me busy. I'm also doing a drawing. Um, my mom just wanted a drawing of her house, um, that we grew up in kind of thing forever. So I'm doing a drawing, a technical drawing and that, that for me, like I haven't been drawing heavy for a while and it's challenging. Like I could draw a person very easily, but architecture is so like measured and, um, it's, it's all technical skill stuff. So it's taking me for fucking ever, but it looks okay so far. Nice. Um, but yeah, man, I I feel like I'm kind of spread too thin on the different creative ventures. But I say, like, yeah, you got a lot of shit going on between school and your own work, and um, you know, even the, the podcast, and you know. But I I I enjoy it. So I feel like I need to do all of them. Like in a good way, but I also um, I feel I feel that a hundred percent, dude. Like mental health stuff. Like I feel like uh, definitely needing those things. Uh, the podcast is a big help, but I feel like those kind of things are like for both of us how we are. It's like shit we have to do, or we're probably not doing great. Yeah. Um. In particular, like at work, I take on you know a lot of extra ventures. Whether it's just like little projects or you know like a bunch of little projects or like 
Um, when I do, like we just did, you know, the holiday shit for Thanksgiving uh, a little bit ago. And I was, it was mostly, it was like three weeks leading up to it of me like planning and processing how I'm going to execute everything. Um, you know, we made, we made food for uh, nearly 85 people and... Uh, you know, full Thanksgiving, food. yeah, full like seven course meal. Uh, you know, Damn. for for you know almost eighty five people, and they, um, each of them was, um, I did everything by myself. Um, there were certain things where it was like, um, during the day I had, you know, during the the week up to I had, you know, my my crew help me like, you know, trim these green beans and get them cleaned up, and then, um, help me, uh peel this shit or help me you know chop up some of this prep but it was like just barely enough to help me get a head start and i you know i texted you about it because I, I stayed up the one night um i think i even we did that before recording um yeah and i yo i stayed up all i was there all night long um i didn't come home until uh about eight o'clock in the morning and i still wasn't done um <sighs> I had worked on it for a full 17 hours and, uh, I didn't get shit in shit done on it. So it starts getting trippy after 17 hours. Yeah, exactly. I just, I wasn't getting anything done anymore. So I had to go home and then I came back a couple of days later and cranked it all out. Like right before we had to serve the first, you know, customer with it. But, um, yeah, it's fucking brutal. And, but I, I you, love it. I thrive under that stress yeah. of you know like I, that that you know grace under pressure thing um I'm, you you've always worked like uh, hard in general but you've always worked like heavy hours um taking on extra stuff to like get ahead survive whatever you're you've always been willing to put in that work yeah um whether i'm they say willing is different um uh um i guess willing is it, it does it does apply because i choose to do this line of work i could do something else if i really wanted to um but it's more like this is just the na nature of the beast and i don't have a choice um yeah is how i see it in my head even though i know that i could i could any day i could go get a job you know at like a michael's or you know some fucking retail gig or something and i'm definitely definitely thought about it before this last job and i'm definitely thinking about it again just to do something different than the working in a kitchen for a bit Mm -hmm. Um, but no, I, I love, I love the pressure. I love at this point it's comfort because I know I'm, I'm comfortable in that surrounding. I know what I'm doing. Um, especially when I'm in charge, it's like, I understand what needs to be done and when I can relax and when I can, when I need to buckle down and like, you know, and I have a great team that helps out too, but dude, I, I hope one of these days you get to have your own, Ooh in your field in some way or shape you get a like be full control of um you, you know what i'm saying yeah like you get to run your own show yeah one way or another i've i've definitely i've thrown out the idea of doing a restaurant ever i would never do that um mm -hmm. that's that's just a hole that you throw all your money into and then yeah um, it's that's so hard even i mean even if the food's good and whatever it doesn't mean you're going to succeed um, the, I mean, look, so the, um, one of the things I thought about is a bar potentially, mm -hmm. um, I have concepts for like a nice, 
you know, um, old school, you know, jazzy kind of bluesy bar with, you know, high end. Yeah, basically, you know, um, what's it called? Um, you know, attire, you know, what's it called? Uh, uh, um, when you have to have a, you have to wear a certain shit. Um, yeah, I know what you're saying. Yeah, dress code, a dress code. Yeah. You know, like you have to be wearing yeah like at least you know a button-up shirt and you know a fucking suit jacket and someone Mm -hmm. said like oh you should have a coat check there for like regular customers when they come in you have their coat already for them you have their Mm -hmm. you know their suit you know so they can come in after work and you have it ready you know their their lounge jacket and you can have you know a cigar lounge or something and you know and i was like oh fuck yeah this is this is gold um but that's that's when uh, at, that's after I hit the lottery and I have money, um, mm-hmm. the lottery that I don't play. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, but I'd be dope though, man. I think um, doing pop ups and stuff would be something. Even if I you know got out of the the industry, I would love to still do that. Uh, once that becomes a thing again, just yeah. go in and stay at you know take over a kitchen for a couple weeks or a couple weekends and you know to uh to you know a couple seatings of you know 50 or 75 people or something and fucking crush it out i think that's more fun it's more entertaining that's what you know all the fun of making specials and doing rad shit um without the the daily cost of rent and whatever right dude how long do you think it's gonna be till that shit comes back man Uh, like i dude i'm i'm planning for the entire next year to be that's what almost I think. exactly like this. Yeah, um, it's. I think it's at least that. Um, it's it's funny when people. I've had a couple of different customers come in. Like, when is this gonna be? You know, or, um, like when are we gonna be able to? You know, uh, go back to go back to normal. Like they're asking me, and it's like, it's like not like, up to me, dude, homes. I don't. Fuck. Let me ask my boss. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Oh shit! Yeah, I feel. I feel like. Um, I feel like COVID shit's gonna go on a, a lot longer than like our our elected officials want to say. Yeah, I feel like this is this is gonna be here for a while. Would well, you hear the shit about the? There's a woman in Florida, and this is all. I guess it's all speculation, but I 100 percent believe it. Um, mm-hmm. I guess the um, I forget if it was a senator or the. Well, the health advisors um, in in Florida, or the head of some health department, anyways, he uh, was he was lying about the numbers of cases and people dying. Um, he was lessening the amount, um, nice. and some <laughs> some woman that was like was fired for calling him out for it. Um, she was like her home got raided and they like took away they came in with guns and shit, shit and like took away like all of her technology like uh technology anything that she could use to communicate with the outside world because she was like i guess i don't know with anything she could use to communicate but she she was like sending messages through i guess a private line to other workers um mm. like hey you guys don't have to be part of the problem too like there's strength in our numbers if you stand up and tell the truth like right. you know we can make a difference here because people are dying and whatever. Um, 
at least that's the story as I read it from one article. I always like to read from, you know, different perspectives and shit. But Yeah, got to now. But it definitely, you know, I guess he's been he's got a really shitty approval rating anyways, and people always are already saying that he's, you know, trying to make it out to be less of a problem than it really is and though so I that definitely swings in her favor of yeah, being true. I mean that's what's gone on this not in that exact way, but that's been the general theme of this. Yeah. Um, man, it's just crazy. I think it's going to go on a long time. Yeah. And it's just all about and it, adapting. And it doesn't have to. So many other countries are doing so well because they... Dude, I felt that way too, but I think a lot... I, I think like Ohio's case numbers are at all-time high. It's like... Same here. I think... And uh, I know like... Um, like Africa was one of the countries dealing with it the best, yeah. and I think and like Switzerland or whatever. But I think even the countries that were doing very well are struggling a lot more than they were. Yeah, the, the second wave's fucking them up. I think I read somewhere that the um, and this is all conjecture. Still, I don't. I'm not a doctor. I don't know. Because you know, I, I feel <laughs> like it's important to say that because people are going to hear us talk shit and they might. Not saying that anyone that's listened this long into this conversation is stupid enough to do this, but there are definitely people that are stupid enough to, uh, you know, hear something and then misconstrue it or take it directly as fact. Um, sure. When it's definitely more important to say that. Uh, 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 I don't even remember the point I was trying to make. Now, fuck. Um, I don't know either, but I thought I was a doctor till we had this <laughs> conversation, and now I'm very confused. <laughs> What does PhD been a fun stand for? I'm, What's that? I'm an MD in the way that I'm a uh, marijuana. Um... <laughs> Damn it! I couldn't think of a word for your fucking shit. <laughs> I was gonna say disposal unit, but then I that needs a U at the end, and I couldn't. <laughs> and also, uh, and also, do, it's a lie I... because I haven't. I smoke so little weed. <laughs> I uh, know that's the first thing I thought. I was, I was like, ah. yeah, I I think I think we're kind of on the same page. Like, I mean, we definitely feel the same about COVID, but I, I feel like part of what you were trying to say is like, like fuck talking about COVID, and I'm totally good with that. Yeah, it's. I mean, I'm good with that. I think it's you know it's one thing to let out you know your your thought our thoughts on it, but you know. I definitely don't take anything that we're saying for the, you know, a, a worth for that. And when it comes to medical yeah. advice or whatever, that's not what we're here for. I it, thought I was a doctor. It, <laughs> <laughs> the, <laughs> the lowest paid doctor across the country. <laughs> this is really hard news for me. <laughs> oh, fuck. So, uh, what the fuck else is going on? Um, well, this cat's finally back on my lap. She's not happy she, about it, though, apparently. She, uh... She's adorable. Every time I touch her, she, uh... She looks like she enjoys it at first, and then her little paw comes up, like, stop. Just kind of puts it mm -hmm. down. Her little claws come out on my hand. She's not, like, hurting me, but her claws are out. Like, okay, you feel this. It's not good. I think, I think I'm actually gonna get my new cat for, um... Like right after Christmas. I've put it nice. off for a while now. Yeah. I think it's time. Get you a little kitty. Get you a cat that loves you. 
dude, I know. My girlfriend's cat is so rude to me. She's so <laughs> fucking mean. I give her treats every day, and she will give me no time of day. None. My she'll she'll cuddle with me occasionally, but not really. You know, my uh, miss having my own cat. My so I I my I do stay. My mom and I live in a two bedroom apartment. I had this cat since before uh, she moved up here. Um, mm-hmm. So, like we already had an existing relationship, and then when my mom came up into the picture, she uh, she she slowly adapted to her, and she lets her pet her and feed her and give her treats and stuff. And she's like, she's she slept on her lap one time. And then never mm-hmm. again. Uh-oh. It's like she won't, doesn't, you know, she she will tolerate her, um, but she does not like show her the same, anywhere near the same uh, undying love that she gives me. Uh, yeah. Yeah, you definitely, you need to get you a, get you your own cat. Yeah, that's part of what's so special about them. And some cats love everybody, but a, a lot are very fickle like that. And especially, apparently when they get older, they they care less they you know they'll chill out a little they bit. hate everyone equally <laughs> yeah <laughs> they um like my um co-workers cats are i think they're going on 10 um but they're both like they're they're you know hot and cold like sometimes i go over there and they're like you know like like give me love pet me and other times you go over there and you get any you just look at them and they're co- fucking gone it's like, all right, I get it. That's fair. That's how you do. Yeah. This one hid in the fucking bathroom when y'all were up here. Yeah. The little Us. little bathroom goblin just sit, <laughs> sits on the towels and hisses at you when you're pooping. <laughs> yeah. So what you doing in there, buddy? <laughs> get the fuck out. Oh, sorry. I, I, I hissed and she looked up at me. Like, what the fuck's wrong? <laughs> oh, good shit good episode i think we did good uh, it was fun i liked um i like like i like talking about um what recording's been like and i liked kind of i like seeing where the conversations drifted to uh, a lot of f- different fun stuff my fa- it's an it's an interesting way to speak my favorite part was when uh we we took a break at the end to reminisce on the things we did in this podcast <laughs> Oh, I'm having uh, flashbacks to the dead air. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think we filled it in pretty well. Um, no, my my other favorite part is when I, uh, the many times that I forgot that I was supposed to be speaking into a microphone and I'd adjust in my seat and kind of move around and um, was not speaking anywhere near the microphone. <laughs> and I could hear myself in my headphones, so I know it's audible, but it's definitely going to be dips. So <laughs> We'll see how it sounds. Uh, I've been... It, things have been sounding pretty good. Like uh, we went into this not really knowing what we were doing. Not yeah. I, I feel like you know we still got a lot to learn, but it it it's working out all right. Yeah, I don't think these microphones suck too bad. They're actually they're nah. surprisingly good for how uh, inexpensive they were. Uh, for the and, price, I'm impressed. And as soon as they pay us, we will talk more about them. Um, <laughs> Or if anybody else would, you know, you know, like to get in on that sponsorship money, you know, we've given you a taste. We've given you like four. What's this fifth episode now? Come on, fifth episode. So, oh, fourth include uh, not including the intro, right? Yeah, 
episode that's zero. gonna throw us off yeah that's forever. gonna fuck us that, up that was probably a mistake that that oh. that one was a freebie <laughs> <laughs> so that reminds me sometimes i gotta talk to you off air we might have to figure out we're figuring out our hosting but i've also seen with rss feeds for podcasts not always, but oftentimes titles have to be under 20 characters. Oh, that's poison. <laughs> it is. So I don't know if that will for sure affect us or not, but it may mean we have to have some uh, creative fun trying to retitle things. That, but that's that. I like our titles a lot so far. That's that late stage capitalism, dog. <laughs> <laughs> it's coming to get you um yeah the yeah I've, we can get creative with that mm-hmm. um i'm even down with going with some uh just dropping some dropping some vowels out <laughs> get real culty with yeah, it yeah man get weird get weird <laughs> about it you know license plate uh, uh kind of <laughs> typing i'm down we'll fuck them up dude it's cool though seeing i don't know i'm, I'm excited though it's it's been really fun. It has. It's been uh, uh, definitely a learning experience, and I there's definitely so much more to do. Um, I am. Uh, it made me. It made me. Um, I mean, I was always kind of understanding of you know first episodes of podcasts, in, anyways, and or any kind of you know uh, audio medium because it's something I'd never done before, and I've always been interested in giving it a shot. Um, but I definitely have so much more respect now for listening to um, different podcasts. So I could go back to their first thing and like, oh, they actually did really good. Or, wow, they did really shit. It's Dude. it's surprising they got this far. And I Dude, think a, I think a lot of them would yeah. also agree with that. So yeah. <laughs> I don't feel bad about Dude, saying like, <laughs> Some of those people are beasts, man. Like um, one, of, one of my favorites for a long time is called Behind the Bastards. Um and this dude, he was a, the guy who hosts it, he hosts it with other people, but the lead host, um, he, his name is Robert Evans, and he was a... His name was Bob Evans? <laughs> dude. <laughs> All right, remind me to tell you something. Okay. Uh, his name is Robert Evans. But, um, mm-hmm. God, I don't want to get it wrong. I forget what countries he went to, but he was a war correspondent, like for the news, where he, like, in his 20s, like, he went to other countries to witness war and write stories about them. So, this dude, like, he's just a beast. He would save up his money and just, like, go to countries in a conflict. Like, a lot of the times he wasn't sponsored to even do it. He just was, like, traveling around the world to, like, see crazy shit. Um, in this show he does, they talk about, each episode they talk about a bastard. So they choose someone, like, terrible from history. And it, they don't really do, like, ki- serial killer stuff so much, like, specifically. But they more do, like, dictators and, um, like, just, like, from the past and current. Like, they'll do, like, a five-part episode on Saddam Hussein or... Like, they're they do all kinds of cool shit like that, and currently they're doing a series like really in depth on the Portland riots and uh, nice. the people behind those type of things. So like, they'll do like eight hours of heavy research and speaking about like um, different police 
unions that have done evil things. They do, just a lot of really cool stuff, and it's just amazing that they how much research that he and their team can do for just so cool. I thought first I wasn't sure exactly where you're going to go with that, but when you started, I thought to myself, "Are you about to start talking about all gas, no breaks?" No, I like that shit's Yeah, that shit's fucking good too. But no, I, I just, uh, I, I Googled that so I have it saved in my thing. I'm going to do some research on him because that sounds fucking awesome. Dude, you'll like it. I thought I had mentioned it, but it's been a while. But, um, oh my God, dude, when you said... Uh, His name's definitely Bob said, Evans. <laughs> he might not go by dude, Bob, but that's what it is. When you said that, all right, Sarah sent me something today um, that... I am going to send you now. Hey, all right. Have you seen this? I'll ask you first. It's called A Recipe for Seduction. I don't think so, no. <laughs> okay. This is like a, it's only like a minute. So if you have to, you could do it um, muted. Or if you wanted to, you could potentially do like, let's play it and like tell us what's going on. Oh, I'd love to do but, that. That sounds like fun. Somebody put out this new trailer, and I thought it was a joke, but I'm thinking more and more it's real. So it's from the Lifetime channel, and they put out <laughs> it premieres on December 13th, presented by Kentucky Fried Chicken, a recipe for seduction, and it is Mario Lopez playing Colonel Sanders. Oh my god. Dude, and I, I'm pretty sure it's a real thing coming out. I honestly don't know for sure, but the it's, trailer it's is... It's on a, the Lifetime channel. YouTube channel. Right. And so all these people are saying both. I'm sure there's a way to know for sure, but it looks like a real thing. Oh, but my God. Dude. It's a, oh, oh, my Jesus. Oh, my God. Be <laughs> <laughs> just... Mario Lopez just came in this Straight Colonel Sanders. Oh my god. At 11 seconds into this video. uh, (laughs) Here's the breakdown. Alright, let's get into it. A recipe for seduction. uh, A recipe for selection. I'm gonna gonna start over here because I wanna. So there's original. So there's a woman and she's kind of having an. Seems to be having an argument with her with some other man who has a bright pink um sweater draped around his shoulders and tied in the fashion that rich people do um outside of what looks like a sp- i don't even it's just stairs there's so many fucking stairs um, it's a mansion it's a, it looks it's like. a if it's a mansion it's it, it looks like multiple mansions that are combined it's so fucking it's it's cr- so Kentucky much fried chicken money and she said she's falling for the new chef on the phone with somebody else. And enter at 11 seconds, Mario fucking Lopez with the... <laughs> the mustache and beard. It's the best. It's the best Colonel Sanders. <laughs> it's hot Colonel Sanders. Let's get right. Hot Colonel Sanders. Oh my God. Okay. Oh shit! Oh, and she's walking with him. He he has a secret <laughs> recipe that's going to change the world. She says, "Oh my god!" The cut scenes of them holding a knife to Colonel Sanders. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! It's so it's so bad. 
I I would so love I would love it. Yeah, me and Sarah are talking about we got to figure out how to rent it or watch it or whatever. It comes out on December thirteenth. So wait. Is that today? No, no today's. <laughs> I clearly have no idea what date it is ever. That's four days from now. They definitely. The thing is, they definitely filmed content for it. Right. It looks like they filmed a lot of content for it. Like it looks like that that had a high budget to either be a joke or a Jesus real Christ. movie. I. N- yeah, I'm gonna have to buy this. I'm gonna, uh, I'm gonna check it out. I'm gonna find the scoop out. A recipe for seduction. Oh my god, this is wonderful. That's so. That's what I'm most excited on the horizon to watch. <laughs> this opens up a whole. This it's like it's the most fucking wild thing. Now here's now here's a thing. This is important to know. I haven't listened to. When was this posted? December seventh. It is a real movie. It is a it's real a mini movie. movie. I haven't yes. listened to this week's My Brother, My Brother, and Me. They always, So they do a, a segment called Munch Squad, where they talk about um, brand, you know, uh, food. They, they Usually they read the, um, the uh, you know, print ad for, uh, like, new shit. Like, you know, whenever they release some other, some new wild, stupid shit, like, uh, you know, Dorito tacos and shit like that. Um, mm-hmm. They put out this crazy the ads are just they're all bonkers they're all fucking wild um so they just read them out loud and um <laughs> i haven't listened to this week's yet so um if it's, it's got to be mentioned on there they gotta talk about it uh but they'll give a fuck oh my god the i can't wait now I have I have something to live for this weekend. That's yeah. <laughs> it's that sometimes it's that that simple. You just got to find little things to keep you going, dude. Oh. Dude, that's the truth, man. Like life life's shitty. Like it's all about just finding fun shit, like fun stupid shit to like pull you through time. You know. I'd like to read a comment by uh, YouTube user Skybunny seven 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 who says, "What in the fried chicken is this?" <laughs> Not my secret formula. <laughs> uh, I'd like to read another comment from uh, Jack's Blade on, on YouTube. Says, even if he isn't the mascot of the restaurant, can Popeye make a cameo as a love rival? LOL. Oh, XD. I think Popeye would take Colonel Sanders down. Oh, Popeye would fuck up Colonel Sanders. <laughs> I mean, you know, let's get real. You know, the Colonel's been in the art in the army, but or maybe he's a Marine. Huh. But you know we have Pop- research to do. Popeye, <laughs> we're gonna find out. Popeye was definitely in the Navy. So, <laughs> he's the sailor man. He's Popeye the fucking sailor man. Oh shit! Also, um, you know he he, might, um, he must not have done, did too well in the the Navy either because spinach goes bad like hella quick. I guess we eat canned spinach, so that's canned spinach. Yeah, it's true. Never mind. I take it back. I take it all back. I'm sorry. <laughs> don't at me. Don't cancel me. I'm sorry. I wish uh, Popeye or Sanders, or perhaps both of them, could have made an appearance in 1917. Oh my god! <laughs> if you have to get this message to Colonel Sanders, <laughs> all right. So they get there. It's not Benedict Cumberbatch. It's Mario Lopez. <laughs> 
So, all right, what about um, James Bond versus Popeye? Oh. Oh, James Bond would win. I'm thinking James, but that's a hard one to call. Because Popeye doesn't fuck with guns. That's that's uh, where I go. I mean, if we're talking about a fist-to-fist combat, Popeye all day. F- yeah, fist-to-cuffs, Pop- Popeye, weapons, battle royale, Bond. Yeah. Yeah. These are the these are the important questions in life, and someone has to ask them, and we have the answers. Is there anything? Um, is there anything you've hated this week? Like I know we've been doing honorable mentions, and um, kind of after talking to my sister, I was thinking about like dishonorable mentions as a concept. Oh, because um... we're the trash cast, and I feel like we could trash harder if we wanted to find uh, dishonorable things. That could be fun in the future, you know? I mean, the, the first thing that comes to mind when you ask that is uh, ice on the ground. Um, I, I've almost slipped and fallen twice in the last week. <laughs> um, on days when it's like I look at the temperature outside and I'm like, oh, okay, it's probably, you know, probably good. There's not. And I start walking out to my car and it's like, oh, shit. So um, <laughs> there's that. Um, it's but, It's been pretty warm here. We had a little weather but not too yeah much fuck yet. you <laughs> it's not like it's been that bad here either it's just i was surprised by a couple times it's like oh shit there's actually like ice out it's it doesn't the the air doesn't feel that bad even when it's cloudy it's like i've been i haven't actually worn a coat out yet i've been like wearing long sleeves but that's about it but i do think it'd be fun to uh like try to find like one thing a week like a new music video or um just something th- things like that something we can like explain why it's bad something that fucking sucks yeah i mean there's so much of it you're you're right there is and i just i had a note in front of me before we started and i feel like oh here it is i feel like one of these things could be one of those things okay oh uh, wait hold on pause this segment so okay Last, uh, not last week, a couple weeks ago, um, uh, what's part of the kimono here? We we recorded the uh, uh, Catholicism episode, and yeah. at, it was real close to the beginning, and you had mentioned that you were an altar boy. Um, yeah. And what I thought of in that moment, I had to write down, which is, um, <laughs> so I, I always say it's your boy. It, it's yeah. your boy you know and i thought ultra boy oh, and I, I had to write it down and i had to, i had it sitting in my phone as a note and i'd forgotten about it and then now weeks later i found it the other day and i was like oh fuck <laughs> it's just your ultra boys here a couple ultra boy that's gonna be uh that's my that's my other rap name oh, my other rap moniker now is ultra boy dude this is random yeah Alright, so we'll probably forget about this, but we should talk about it another time. Have you heard of uh, Nico Jenkins? Not Nico Jenkins, no. I I know, because that's what made it remind me of you. But, um, yeah, we'll talk about this dude. Uh, It's from like the last year or two, but he is a murderer that's been in uh, the news cycle the last year or two, but... His story's pretty fucking crazy, and I think it'd be fun. Oh, I've seen pictures um, of this dude. Dude's brutal. Basically, any time 
he would get a chance and they'd send him back to his cell, he would just slice his face open. Yeah. He would just like lash out at anybody he could. And it kind of reminded me of some like Bronson shit. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's fucking wild. Dude's bonkers. Yeah, dude's on some shit. So cool though. Like, it's one of the things that's like serial killer stuff. It's like obviously not cool, but still fun. It's still pretty cool. Yeah. It's not it's not cool to go do, but man, it's some interesting shit to read about and talk about. Yeah. So all right, um what are we doing for um next episode? So oh, fuck. we've done I our we've done I know I we did our first cycle. So we had our our intro episode. We've done um four real episodes. We followed um what we set out to do format wise. So we got through one cycle, mm-hmm. and we're on to our next cycle. So yeah. the first topic of the cycle, uh, refresh me, was... Uh, art. Art. Okay. So we're... And we had some, like... We have a back... A little extra art material we could go back to, but I, I'm down to do something totally fresh. Yeah, I say we save those for, for later. We Let's, let's do some new Future. shit. Um, yeah, yeah. Let's do... Um, something really fun. Um, like I feel like something out of the normal, like like um, art of a weird movie style. Not not movie, but something like an art aesthetic or like um. This was random, but uh, I was watching a video of women. All right, tattooing is illegal in Korea, and it is that much um, more difficult or, like, uh, harshly judged if you're a woman tattoo artist. So I was watching this documentary about a famous tattoo artist who is a woman in Korea tattooing illegally, and that was very interesting. Or, or like, something, like, weird or, like, a weird aesthetic I, of something. I like I like the idea of tattooing and I, I thought about it at first and I thought, well, that's kind of like, there's a lot of shit on that, but I, I like, especially the, what I find is interesting is the, either the history of it being done I, I know and, and, and it's placement and culture where pla- people don't, um, you know, didn't accept it or still don't accept it or, you know, and how they handle that issue. Um, yeah. What about, um, what about, like, what is the right word? Um, like, tattooing when you're not supposed to. Like, not outlaw tattooing, but, like, cultural. You know what I'm trying to say? (laughs) (laughs) I was was trying to let you hang and keep going for a minute until I could figure it out. No, I don't know. I can't. Um, I don't know what word to use. I mean, uh, you're not talking, you're talking about, like, um, you don't mean, like, like, tribal shit, do you? Or do you mean, like... It could be, but, like, 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 I need the right word. Yakuza shit? Yakuza. Yeah. Yeah, like, like, tattooing you're not supposed to have, or that is... Um, like the Korean uh, illegal issues with tattooing, like the, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, okay, I don't, yeah. I don't know. That that yeah. We need a word for yeah, it. Yeah, that shit. I'm I'm definitely I'm definitely into that. Uh, a, a taboo. Taboo tattooing. Yes. 
There. There's Jesus there's the episode Christ. title right fucking there. <laughs> of of yeah, this one, not uh, of this one, not that one. <laughs> what is it uh Mr. Leahy would say? My mind is a piece of shit, Randy. <laughs> shit bird. Got a shit mind. Got a shit brain. <laughs> I had a buddy shoot pool with him at a bar. They were in the Detroit um like in the area where i used to work uh one night and it was like just at a fucking bar they weren't scheduled for shit they were just there yeah and that's cool a, a couple of the the co my co-workers went out somewhere after work and they ran into them and like talked with them for a minute and they were like full in character fucking doing it it was Dude, like it was so it, funny, fucking man. him and randy God. I was like, that's so fucking cool. That's that's such a, a a beautiful thing that like they super don't have to do. I'm sure they were yeah. like here for a show somewhere and like finished right. it and like kept going about it. But like they don't have to stay in character. They don't have no. to go out and like be with people and do shit. But like it's such you know you can tell they just enjoy for the fucking love of the game. Yeah, that's that's for the love, dude. So. Uh, d- does that sound fun to you, taboo tattooing? Yes, for absolutely. Our, our yes. Art episode? I, I love. I, um, in 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 within that is so much of the, uh, you know, southeastern you know Asian art style that I I really like, and I think you know it touch point it touches points on that because the histories are intertwined. And I know a, a little bit about it, especially in Japan, um, with the the tattoo culture. Um, so that gives a, a good basis to, to fall back on. I would love to do some more research and definitely talk about it next week. That'll be fun, man. Fuck and yeah. then, uh, yeah, we got some other cool stuff ahead. Like the, oh, God, my mind is a piece of <laughs> the Truman show. Yeah. Kind of stuff that's going to be, that... that's going to be some wild shit. So some simulation theory stuff. Um, yeah. So, so we got like, I don't think we need the whole cycle plan out, but we got some ideas for the next couple. They could change at any time, but we got some fun stuff for the next couple. So To be fair, we have a, a strong list in our fucking Google document somewhere, but you know, it's, yeah. it's, I think it's always fun. I like this, that you started to kind of put me on the spot for these things. I think it's fun to try to come up with it. I, I do too. Cause like, we're either like going to come up with a dumb idea and then not follow through on it and have to, revert back or we're gonna like have a really interesting thought and come up with something cool to do it's fun i can't wait until the day where someone uh uh, someone actually listens to this and they give us a they send us a message and they make a request for a thing and then we don't do it i can't (laughs) (laughs) we say no yeah i got you boss (laughs) (laughs) yeah man we'll get around to that one yeah and then it doesn't happen i can't wait for it don't Shit, don't be man. the first uh, don't be the first to send us a thing. We're gonna reject it just just for our egos. <laughs> Dude, I, I, that's not. I true. feel like this one. Well, I, f- I feel like uh, I'll, we'll feel more confident going into future freestyles too. Yeah, absolutely. We'll yeah, this is cool. Be worried uh, about all that 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 debt, all the air that's dying in front of us. <laughs> just rotten air. That's yeah, fun. It's cool. So, uh, sign off. Let's get the fuck out of here. Yeah. Shouts out to your brother, John. Uh, Thank you, John. Approaching Human on SoundCloud. Uh, yes, sir. Shouts out to you and your Instagram. 
Yeah, on Instagram, my art um, account is Skyzix, S-K-Y-Z-I-C-X. Fucking dope shit. Loading it up with some artwork. I'm about a bunch of shit on there now. Um, Thank you, sir. And um, And we're we're still working on our social media, but we got got stuff. We're going to get it drop like a bunch of these episodes at once with everything prepared so damn dog we almost got like two hours here fuck i know nice work plenty yeah i think most of it's good maybe we'll cut some out but i think it worked worked yeah i think we did we (laughs) also started recording before we uh before we started but um until next time thank you everybody for listening and pet a cat pet a cat it's, it sounds nice. See you later. Bye. <laughs> See ya. <laughs>